the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning, Jill Welke back here at it with you. We've got a lot of chores to get through and we're going to be talking about some awesome, some farm stories. We're going to talk about cheese today. We're going to talk about exports of corn and we're going to talk about the India and they opened up their port for export their port for export of pork into India and I think that's pretty exciting and on my last story we're going to talk about the prices of land as most of you have realized if you haven't realized it yet their prices seem to be just going up and up and up the demand is really out there and and um the availability isn't really there um, for our big portion uh, at 20 after 5. We're going to be talking to, actually, Taylor Schaefer is going to talk to Callie Jo Coates. She's a meat processor down by Madison and talk about why processing animals and getting animals in to the processor is so backed up. So we've got a lot of things to get through, including our markets. It's a beautiful morning out there. I know, oh, is it about 20 degrees? But you know, in January, 20 degrees is pretty balmy to me. Um, I made it through my trifecta of meetings this week, and we're up at Adam and looking forward to our Friday and getting our Friday going and getting all, the, all those chores outside of the office done because our weather should be holding pretty good. For January, until until next week when it falls into the frigid mark again. So that's kind of our lineup a little bit, and we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the upcoming events because it is January, and January usually means meetings, meetings, meetings. I know I'm getting to the opportunity to go out to some meetings this next week, and. I'm going to get to meet some new people and see what's going on in the crop industry. But before we get to all of that and the news... Wax is the Chippewa Valley's home for local country radio and your local country morning show. This is Wax 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Wax 104.5 Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Before we get to national news, let's take a look at some temperatures around the area. Eau Claire, we're at 21. Medford, 11. Rice Lake, 19. Wausau's our cold spot today, this morning, with 10 and breezy. Green Bay's at 13. Marshfield's at 13. La Crosse is, thir- is sitting at 30. Madison's at 25. And Milwaukee's at 29. But what I saw this morning when I looked at the weather radar stuff was that everybody is a little bit breezy. Let's take a look at our weather brought to you by Markwort Motors. Markwort Motors has the largest area, largest pre-owned in- inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out on the lot or at markwortmotors.com. Today, it says our high is 17, but we're sitting at 21, so I'm thinking we might be going into falling temperatures later on today with our low of zero, but there is a slight chance of snow. Tomorrow, high of 17 with a low of 5, but sunny. Sunday, 21 for our high, 18 for our low with cloudy and a chance of snow. Monday, we're going to be going up a little bit to 26. For our high and 15 for our low, and it's partly sunny. Tuesday, we're hitting the, it's predicted to be 31 with a low of 3, cloudy and snow. But Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to be, the bottom's going to be dropping out. And on Wednesday, our high is only 7. So we're going to have to start rebundling up those kiddos when they head out to the bus stop. And we're going to head right into the national news, if I can get it to work today. So let's see if it works. The Republican National Committee is moving towards pulling out of presidential debates that are run by the nonpartisan Commission on Presidential Debates. 
Lisa Taylor has more. The RNC is threatening to require Republican presidential candidates to sign pledges to not participate in debates sponsored by the commission. In a letter to the commission, the RNC is calling for a number of significant changes to its procedure. RNC chair Ronna McDaniel argued Republicans have lost faith in the commission as a truly fair and nonpartisan actor. It has been running presidential and vice presidential debates for more than three decades. I'm Lisa Taylor. Some students in the nation's largest school district are about to switch to online learning. New York City Mayor Eric Adams confirms he's working on a plan for a temporary remote option amid the COVID surge. He insists schools are safe but understands that families have concerns. His goal is to make sure that kids are educated. Just yesterday, attendance numbers were at 77 percent with one school as low as 44 percent. Donations are pouring into the charity that Bob Saget was a board member for. Matt Mattinson has more. The executive director for the Scleroderma Research Foundation told CNN one of Saget's fellow board members announced a $1.5 million grant following his passing. The grant will match the donations made in Saget's honor. Joanne Gold said they've received over $90,000 in donations in the late comedian's honor before the match was announced. Saget died unexpectedly this week at the age of 65. I'm Matt Mattinson. About 8,400 Kroger grocery workers are on strike in Colorado. And it's partly due to the pandemic. They walked off the job Wednesday morning at 77 stores in the Denver area demanding more pay, better benefits, and a safer work environment. Their union rejected what was described as the best and final offer. Kroger calls the strike reckless and self-serving. It's keeping stores open by hiring outside workers as replacements. And SpaceX is celebrating another successful launch. A rocket blasted off yesterday with more than 100 satellites ranging in size from a soda can to a washing machine. This was SpaceX's second launch of the year with more planned for this month. I'm Mark Mayfield. Time to catch up with our friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Promotion Board. It's Soy Pod Time 2022, and we are focused in on the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. And for folks that have not yet jotted down those dates, remember that's February 3rd and 4th. Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells back to face-to-face learning and networking. And joining us now, one of the people that helps to pull all of the speakers together, the breakout sessions, Nancy Cavazanjan, who has been on many different boards. And it is really refreshing to be able to announce that we're getting back together physically, right, Nancy? Absolutely. We are all looking forward to having a normal corn soy expo. We have the corn growers in, the soybean growers in, and our pork producers as well. Now, when you take a look at the agenda, do you see particular highlights that you as a member of the kind of convention board wanted to see put together? Well, certainly we have to talk about crop production because that's what corn and soybeans are all about. And the focus on inputs, everybody's talking about what the input scene looks like. So we will have Dr. Sean Connolly with an early riser session talking about that. We also have our weed extension agronomist, Rodrigo Worley, will talk about herbicides and weed control. And of course, we have Dr. Damon coming in to talk about the diseases that we're looking at and how we're going to handle the whole thing with the economics of corn and soybean production. Great leaders, great speakers, and great content. Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo, again, coming up February 3rd and 4th. Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. You can go to cornsoyexpo.org and get registered today. The networking that goes on during the Porkapalooza, the fun activities after the uh, educational seminars on the trade show floor, a collaborative event hosted by the Wisconsin Pork Association, our Wisconsin Corn Growers, Wisconsin Soybean Association, and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board bringing you this program today, February 3rd and 4th. Don't forget cornsoyexpo.org. Get registered today, and we'll see you in Wisconsin Dells. It's that time of year. Farm Show 2022 is coming to the Marshfield Mall Wednesday, February 16th, and Thursday, February 17th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. both days. Food, fun, and prizes, including a wheel of fortune to spin and win with some participating vendors. See what's new and meet the vendors while walking through the mall. Thanks to some of the sponsors, Osseoplastics and Supply, Inc., Hickswood Metal, LLC, Forward Bank, Forward Insurance, Complete Fencing, and Vinevest North, Inc. Save the dates for the Marshfield Farm Show, February 16th and 17th, 2022. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Up next, we're going to have our markets sponsored by Rural Mutual Insurance. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. 
All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. We're going to get started with our livestock markets. Choice fed beef steers are 130 to 141 and a half with mixed at 119 to 129. Choice fed beef heifers are 124 to 145 and a quarter with mixed at 96 to 123. Choice fed Holsteins are 110 to 124 with selects at 90 to 109. Cows are 42 to 58 with a top of 59 to 68. Bulls are 80 to 90. Butcher hogs are 52 to 59. Sows are 45 to 51, with boars at 19 and down. New crop market lambs are 250 to 280, with feeder lambs at 260 to 410. We're going to go right into our look at futures, our live cattle futures for February are 137, up a half. For April, 140 up a half. For June, 136 and three quarters up a half. August, 136 up a half. So that makes our trend of the live cattle for futures up. For feeder cattle, for January, market is at 162 and it is up one. March, 166 up one. April 170 up one. May 172 up one and a half. August 181 up one and a quarter. That trend is also going up. For our futures for our lean hogs, February we're at one at 77 cents down one. April 85 cents down just a little bit. And May we're at 91 cents down down 22 in june we're at 97 and we're down just a little bit so that's mixed going up and down for that for the futures market now we're going to look at the chicago board of trade and the futures for corn for march corn it's sitting at 588 up one oats 610 down five soybeans 1373 down four Soybean meal, $409 a ton, up one-tenth. Wheat, seven fifty-one down eight. And our dairy product prices for cheese. Barrels are at 192 and three quarters, up two and a quarter. 40-pound blocks are 199 and three quarters, down five and a half. Grade AA butters at 278 and three quarters, down four and a quarter. And class three milk. January's 2032 down six cents. February 2220 down 43 cents. March down five cents at 2233. April down 11 cents at 2187. With May coming in at 2150 and no change from the month before. And that's a look at our markets. We're going to run right into some farm news. Wisconsin is still the cheesiest state. Dairy product production is has grown in the U.S. in 2021 compared to 2020. Wisconsin remains the largest producer of cheese in the United States. Coming in second is California with Idaho and New Mexico at a distant third and fourth in the nation. Wisconsin's total cheese production has increased 1.1% from November 2020 to November 2022, that percent may not seem like much, but in actual volume, it is many pounds of cheese. Wisconsin leads the U.S. in cheddar and mozzarella production. California leads in Italian cheese production. I think we all need to eat some more cheese. Exports and animal agriculture make up nearly 70% of annual corn demand. The National Corn Growers Association Market Development Action Team, MDAT, is working to find new uses for corn. With more uses, the demand for corn will go up 
and driving demand is the primary goal of the action team. In 2022, the MDAT is focusing on increasing demand for both corn, for corn both in America and worldwide, supporting research into diverse corn uses in animal feed and industry and supporting trade policies that open international markets. The Market Development Action Team is working closely with a variety of other organizations to expand export markets for corn. India is opening up to U.S. pork. The U.S. Meat Export Federation has announced that U.S. pork is now eligible for export to India. Dan Hellstrom, president and CEO of the U.S. Meat Export Federation, has issued a statement of appreciation to the USDA and the USTR for their work in securing access to India for U.S. pork. Even though the volume of pork that is going to India is small right now, expansion of the market is possible in the future. And that's a little look at some farm news. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Micon Cinemas is your locally owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. The 355, American Underdog, The King's Man, Scream, Sing 2, Spider-Man No Way Home, and The Matrix Resurrections. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at Micon Cinemas. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to sing it. We're singing words now. We'll even sing the business part. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Now that's a commercial you'll remember, even if you don't remember the bundle and save with Progressive part. We're singing that commercial. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the end of the jingle. A jingle about insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to hear from Taylor Schaefer, and she was visiting with Callie Jo Coates, meat processor down by Madison. Governor Tony Evers has announced up to $5 million he's making available to try to develop meat talent in our state of Wisconsin. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. It's designed to attract and provide financial support to students in Wisconsin's meat processing training programs. Now, $5 million sounds like a lot of money, but unfortunately, that is not going to do it when it comes to the challenges that are still being faced by a lot of our Wisconsin meat processors, small, medium, and large. Taylor, you had a chance to talk with one of those family-owned operations, and they're still struggling, aren't they? Unfortunately, that's right, Pam. I'm Taylor Schaefer at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, where I focused in on a family-run meat processing operation in Franksville, Wisconsin, which is right in that southeastern part of the state. Callie Jo Coates and her family operate Harry Hansen's Meat Service, and she tells me that even today they're spending a lot of time explaining to customers and farmers how the pandemic continues to impact their business model. Yeah, so I contributed to three specific factors. So when people come in and they say, well, why can't you do more? Why can't you take in more? I say, well, we only have so much freezer space. So our freezer, when it's full, you know, we need to be able to move the product out. And when that freezer is full, it makes it really hard. We only have so much cutting room space. So when we use that cutting room, we're processing those animals through. And we have XYZ number of wrapping tables, and by XYZ I mean two. (laughs) And we have four actual trimming tables, and so we're using those every day, all day. So we can't really necessarily put more livestock through that end. And then I also say employees. I think a lot of companies are facing issue of finding employees, and I'd say the meat sector is in the same boat. We have so many willing employees, and and that's great, and we greatly appreciate them, but finding new ones has been really challenging. So if we do lose one, we do lose that capacity to, in order to actually keep up with how large or how many we can do. And with that in mind, if a farmer does want to bring in livestock for processing, how far in advance do they need to contact you, and have you had to turn many people away? 
Yeah, so we've had to make some difficult decisions in that regard. So we do things a little different than most plants, I would say. About four or five years ago, we actually switched to a system where we book dates in six-month increments, and we're booking those six-month increments about six months before. So, for example, in January, we'll start booking our July through December 2022 appointments. Um, we switched to that system because back, you know, four or five years ago, we were starting to see the trend of people were making appointments, but some of these animals weren't even born. And so how it was really, really hard for that farmer to make those decisions. And then even more so when they made those decisions, it was negatively impacting our business because they were making appointments and then not showing up or they were showing up with livestock that were too small or way too big. And that wasn't necessarily right either. And so we switched to this system, which was great at the time, but now we're hitting a point where people are trying to make these appointments and they're getting kind of frustrated because they're like, well, other places are out till 2023, 2024, and you guys haven't even booked all 2022 yet. And while I understand their frustration, it's kind of, you know, it is a safe bet for us still in that regard of knowing kind of where they're at, where their livestock should be at and moving from there. With that in mind, we've kind of gotten to the point where we started limiting our farmers. We limited them to a certain number of appointments that they could make in that six-month time slot. Callie, I know that this is an issue that many Wisconsin processors have been facing for a while, but has switching over to this new booking method and limiting those slots each farmer can have helped solve some of these challenges for your family? That did help some, but now as we move into those 2020, second half of 2022 appointments, what we're seeing is we're getting a lot of brand new people that are kind of like, hey, we didn't get in here. Are we able to get in by you? And in the past, we let new farmers have one appointment. Well, now once they're in there once, now they're a farmer that we've worked with before. So we technically would be giving them more appointments, Mm -hmm. which we don't have necessarily to give out. So um, we're taking a step back as we move into this next appointment making section. We actually are going to be looking at working with our farmers that we've worked with for years and give them, you know, an allotted number of appointments. And then if we have any appointments left over, we're going to open it up to any of those new farmers and say it's a lottery system. We'll get you in if we can. However, the right thing to do is work with those farmers that we've worked with for years because they've been loyal to us, so being loyal to them seems only fair. Many local processors, including Hansons, have played a role with local 4-H and FFA programs. So what kind of opportunities do you offer those students, and can you kind of explain the shift that you've had with processing fair animals in the last few years? So we work with actually three different county fairs during the summer. We start with Racine County Fair's Kirkus show, and then we move into Waukesha Fair, then Racine County Fair, and then Kenosha County Fair. And so in the past couple years, what we've seen is those fairs have actually lost appointments at other facilities, so they've been wanting more appointments with us. And unfortunately, with the county fairs, you have a very, very limited window to get those done. Um, And so we block off spaces for those fairs. However, we have not added any new spaces for them. We can only do so many in a week, and we kind of judge ourselves off of that. Uh, We still want to play a huge role in those fairs, and we want to provide them as much opportunity for the kids to learn and grow. And so some people have said, well, why don't you do away with processing for the fairs? And we'll never probably go to that, honestly. Um, To us, supporting the fairs, supporting the youth is huge, and being an outlet for processing really truly helps people understand that the livestock are for, you know, human consumption at the end of the day. They're raising them to be quality products for the consumer. And so we won't ever change that. We also support the fairs in a couple other ways. Like I said, the Racine County Carcass Show, we do um, work with the carcass kids. Uh, With the carcass show, those livestock are brought in for a live show, and then we harvest them and we grade those carcasses using different um, techniques, looking at um, cattle, um, what their quality grade is, what their yield grade is, and dressing percentage and all those good things. And so we'll continue to provide that support. Kenosha County 4-H has been huge. They come up and they do a tour every year pretty much, and they bring in the kids and show them, you're raising this livestock to, at the end of the day, end up at a facility like ours. And that's 
the goal is to provide really nutritious, high-quality animals for the consumer. And Callie, coming back to that issue of meeting demand and some of the challenges your family and other processors have faced, what should consumers and farmers be doing to solve some of these issues moving forward? Yeah, that's a really hard question, honestly. Um, <laughs> I, I tell people there's no easy solution, quite honestly. We have seen a couple new facilities are opening up, which some people go, oh, well, are you, you know, are you worried about that? And to us, it's okay. And we're not in the competition market. We look at things as it's a positive for that market. And we do need more facilities. I do look at some things in the eyes of consumers, being a little understanding of where pricing comes to. And then also on the farmer end, I think more farmers really need to start looking at how they talk to their consumer about the products they're selling. Um, Some things that I run into, and it happens at least once a month, is where a person buys a quarter or half or a whole beef, or even on the pig end, they buy a half or a whole pig, and they're expecting tons and tons of meat, or they're expecting tons of steaks. Um, They don't necessarily understand that a carcass breaks down to specific items. So when they call and they say, well, I want as much bacon as possible. You know, I want my hams into bacon and my loins into bacon. And you kind of have to take a step back and help them understand that you can't just make bacon out of every single piece of that pig. And so having those farmers have those conversations with the customer before they purchase the animal would be, I think, would be really beneficial not only to the consumer, but also to the people who are selling these local Um, locally processed animals because then we can take a step back and truly have a consumer that understands what they're getting and and then they don't get frustrated because usually those people are frustrated once they leave and they go well I thought I was getting this and this and this and now I'm only getting this and so um, that's one thing I think would be positive does it necessarily solve the idea of having a more processing slot not necessarily but I think it does um, help with some of that frustration and misunderstandings. And I think that this is something we hear all the time, that youth are the future of this industry. But have you had any real interest from students that are looking to get involved in meat science or even the meat industry in general? I know you mentioned before that 4-H and FFA members have the opportunity to get involved in carcass programs and learn about the meat industry that way. But are there any students who seem interested in pursuing careers? When the um, pandemic kind of started, all of a sudden I start headed these people from college reaching out to me and saying, hey, if I went to school for this, like, what do you, da-da-da, you know, and I'd say get in touch with your local processing and see if they just need some help. For us, if someone was interested in the meat processing business and wanted to learn things, I know schooling is great and all, but for me, some of the best experience would be huge where you just jump in and start doing That's where I've learned the most. I mean, I took a class in meat sciences, and I learned all of the science behind it. But that did not necessarily set me up to understand how to cut these different cuts and understand why on the business side we're making certain choices because those were the best choices for the business, even though people were like, well, I I want this XYZ type of cut of meat. And I'm over here like, yeah, we can do that because that – that would make the customer happy and we can cut this and then you know you have to have Edmund and Reyes look at me and say no we can't do that because that takes the most valuable portion of that meat and throws it out the, you know you then you have to use that for ground beef mm-hmm. and so it doesn't make financial sense to just please the customer in every single aspect that they're looking for. Again, that's Callie Joe Coates with Harry Hansen's Meat Service in Franksville, who says the message is simple for many processors across the state. Be patient. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Taylor Schaefer. Thank you, Taylor and Callie, for that information. It's always good to have um, From too much moisture to not enough. We've seen quite a range of weather these past few years. And although we don't know what the next growing season will look like, We do know that there are options to help mitigate against risk. A multi-parallel crop insurance policy through Egg Country Farm Credit Services gives you peace of mind while protecting your bottom line. Turn to the experts in every field. Contact Egg Country Farm Credit Services today. This is Scott Pasek, owner of Kofax Chevrolet. Right now we have brand new 2022 Silverado 1500s in stock 
with 0% financing and owner loyalty rebates available. Also, we have previously owned heavy-duty 2500 and 3500 models in both gas and diesel options, including 2021 models. Visit both of our lots in downtown Koufax and online at koufaxchev.com. It's always a fantastic day at Koufax Chevrolet. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try OZY.com now. Ozzy, it's a latte for your mind. Be a part of something big. Become a John Deere technician at Tractor Central. Our technicians provide solutions every day with the latest technology while working on engines, systems, and equipment. John Deere's industry-leading training is what you'll get from Tractor Central, plus an outstanding compensation package and opportunity for advancement. If you want to support some of Wisconsin's most vital industries, Tractor Central wants to invest in you. Get all the details and apply today at TractorCentral.com under Careers. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's time to look at that new that weather. Let's see if we've got uh, Mike Dandria at TV13 ready for us. Hey, how we doing? We are doing excellent. Good, good. Well, uh, are you enjoying this cold, Jill? I like it like this. I'm good. Oh, you're well, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm kind of a fan of it in its own season, of course. But uh, so, and it is, you know, the middle of January, so I guess there's not many complaints. Now, I'm good when it's 20, 20 in the morning. That's awesome. My waterers aren't going to be frozen, and my cattle are going to be happy. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, though, but it's going to cool off today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kind of figured that. Yeah, I mean, we can expect a lot of cloud cover today and some chances for some snow, of course, with that heavier stuff off towards the west. But going to only get into about the upper teams after a fairly warm start to the day. But tonight, really cooling it off, getting into the low single digits. Clouds are going to dominate for most of the evening, but then going into the late night tonight into early tomorrow morning, clouds will start to clear out a little bit, setting up for a sunny Saturday, but still going to be pretty cold. Temperatures in the mid-teens tomorrow with that northeast wind about 5 to 10 miles per hour. A little bit of increasing cloud cover Saturday night, still going to be really cold, barely above zero. And then Sunday we have another chance of snow, but otherwise going to be mostly cloudy, getting back up into the low 20s, so I guess you can say that's a little bit of a warm-up. And then going into next week to start the week will be warm, but relatively speaking, of course. However, by the middle of next week, it is really going to cool down. That Arctic air that we all know and love is uh, is on its way back. But as of right now, currently 18 degrees in Eau Claire, and I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. Thank you, Mike, for that inform- for that uh, update. No problem, Jill. You have yourself a great weekend, all right? You too. Thank you. Need appliances now? Check in-store hot buys at AmundsonsAppliance.com. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got Morgan on the line ready for some local news. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines that keep us in our area. As authorities in St. Croix say, alcohol was a factor in a deadly wreck there. It happened just after midnight yesterday near St. Joseph's Township. As the sheriff's office says, 34-year-old Bridget Clifton died when a pickup truck driver smashed into her minivan. Investigators say the truck driver, 39-year-old Benjamin Bleach, showed signs of impairment. The St. Croix County DA's office is now weighing possible homicide charges in that case. Well, we look to the courts where there's a lawsuit over one of the scrapped designs for the Sonnenteg Center. Southside Holdings and Big River Education Center are suing the UW-Eau Claire Foundation.
Washington. They say because the foundation canceled their plans for a development next to the new center. The two sold a piece of property to the university, which they say was part of a deal to allow them to develop the old student transit center property. That property is now going to become a parking lot for the Sonnenteig Center. The Blue Gold Foundation says the plans for the Sonnenteig Center changed many times. The foundation saying it's unfortunate that the disagreement is now headed to court. We go to the state level where Governor Evers continues his record trend, granting dozens more pardons. Evers announced 54 pardons yesterday, bringing the total for his administration to 391 as he recently became the governor with the most pardons in Wisconsin history. And when it comes to Governor Evers, he did chime in on a national level. The Supreme Court on Thursday halted the Biden administration's vaccination or testing requirement on large employers. Conservative justices expressed a doubt that there's legal authority for such a broad mandate. And Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, not so much surprised by that. We have to make sure that businesses aren't burdened by this, but uh, going forward, people can still get vaccinated. That's that's the that's the easy answer to that. And the high court did allow a separate policy to stand, which requires vaccinations for most health care workers at facilities receiving federal Medicaid and Medicare funds. On that note, here locally, Eau Claire County reporting a record spike in coronavirus cases as Wisconsin ends the week with just over 2,200 people in the hospital with the coronavirus. More information online and direct links you can always find to health care centers at 715newsroom.com. Well, it was a happy homecoming for hundreds of airmen in Madison. The city's 115th fighter wing returned yesterday from its deployment to the Middle East. The unit shipped out last October and spent months assisting coalition forces in the area. Governor Tony Evers was on hand to welcome the pilots and crew members back. The airmen say it's good to be home after spending so much time apart from their families. And it's possible they'll hit the ice for some fishing when they're back in the state, right? Maybe you're headed for the same. Well, the DNR wants you to get out on the ice this weekend for a free fishing weekend. Fisheries coordinator Teresa Stavel here saying, hey, even if you don't have your own equipment, the DNR can help you out a little bit. We do have a tackle loaner program where you can borrow some jigging poles or tip-ups. We don't loan out ice augers, though, so that's where you just have to go and make friends with somebody out on the ice. And you can find a list of locations with free gear online, dnr.wi.gov. We'll have the link for you at 715newsroom.com. You just don't give up your secret fishing hole, all right? Everyone knows that. And from our local newsroom, you're listening to Jill in the Midwest Farm Show. Just after 6, Alex Edwards in the cast of Unusuals will get you going into that weekend groove as well with the Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5. Thank you, Morgan, for those up, that update. There's no such thing as having too much cheese. So it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe, where they are passionate about modern family farming. Try something new. Marika Gouda bacon, black mustard, or honey clover. If you think it, they probably have it. And not only their award-winning cheeses, but you can also shop for wines, chocolates, and Dutch flair items, too. In January, save 15% on Marika Golden. Marika Golden pairs well with cured meats, crackers, spiced nuts, dark rum, stout, or buttery chardonnay. Visit Marika Gouda in Thorpe or on Online at marikaguda.com. Cuddle up and watch a movie on a new sectional from Furnish 123 in Eau Claire and Rice Lake. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're going to have a little bit more farm news and then we're going to be running into our market. Demand for product, productive agriculture land nationwide has caused a jump in land prices this past year. Farmland, cropland, and pastureland are the most sought after. Fewer acres are available to buy, net farm income is up, and low interest rates have helped land prices go up. According to Farmers National Company Senior Vice President of Estate Operations Manager, Randy Duckett, land rental prices are also going up. According to Senior Vice President of Sales, and marketing Matt Gunderson in the spring we could see a 15 to 20 percent increase in land rent for agricultural use. Input costs for farmers planting crops this spring looks like it is going up and right along with the land rent. Up next we're going to be looking at some markets. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Happy New Year to you and yours from the gang at Chippewa Valley Bean. 
Let's make 2022 a great year with a crop of dark red kidney beans. Kidney beans, you know, are a high-value crop with a great return on investment and a great addition to any rotation. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to work with you in 2022 to bring value to your operation with a crop of dark red kidney beans. If you want to talk about what Chippewa Valley Bean can do for you, give Ben, their agronomist, a call at 715-556-1930 or find them on the web at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Like I said before, we're going to look at some markets. We're going to look at hear from Jim Lindsay of Equity El Tuna. Steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar twenty. Yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar twelve to a dollar twenty. Choice Holstein steers ninety-five to a dollar eleven. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers ninety-four and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from fifty-seven to sixty-seven of the top of seventy-six. Sixty percent of the cows sold from forty-two to fifty-six. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from forty-one and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 70 to 85. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 69 and down. Cold bulls sold from 60 to 80. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $170 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $230 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on January 7th. Three to 600-pound beef steers $1.15 to $1.90. Six to 900-pound beef steers $1.00 to $1.79. Three to 600-pound beef heifers $1.00 to $1.54. Six to 900-pound beef heifers, 90 to $1.31. Three to 600-pound Holstein steers, 80 to $1.11. Six to 900-pound Holstein steers, 75 to 98 We are now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the Altoona Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is January 21st. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to our upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715 715- Eight three five three one zero four to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting for Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. All right, here's something pretty cool. When a Wisconsin sports team wins, you win with the Victory Pint. After any Wisconsin sports team victory, Wagner's, Stoutcraft, 44 North Wisco's, Thirsty Badger, and Sweeney's in Chippewa Falls will give out one free pint of Michelob Golden Light Beer. Just purchase a Victory Pint from any of those locations for 10 bucks, and the first fill-up is included. Then after another win, bring your pint back, swap it out with a clean one, and redeem your free pint. When you hear the Victory Pint alert on Wax 104.5 and Sports Talk 105.1, that's your cue to grab yours. Go Wisconsin Sports! Winter's a great time to tackle projects. Lane's Farm and Fleet has all the gear you need to stay dry and warm, as well as items to keep your animals safe and dry all winter long. Like Guardian Swift Pick Pinewood Shavings, now $5.49. Rewards members pay $5.29. Keep your horses dry and warm with a new horse blanket, now $10 off. Add a little warmth to work areas with Comfort Zone Milk House Utility Heaters, on sale $24.99. Make sure your equipment starts this winter with a Schumacher 12-volt automatic battery maintainer priced at $29.99 and save 15% on chicken coops available in a variety of styles. Did you know Blaine's Farm and Fleet has over 190 varieties of birds available to order? Choose from chickens, bantams, geese, ducks, turkeys, game birds, and so much more. And mark your calendars for chick days coming soon. Go to farmandfleet.com for all the details. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Unused prescription opioids can spell harm if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for. Find safe drug take-back options at fda.gov slash drug disposal. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right. Up next, we have Jerry Fitzgerald. From Equity Stratford. Good morning, Jerry. Yeah, and a very good morning to you. And uh, man, I can just tell you're all excited about the weekend. A lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah. I think I got to do some catch up on things. I'm kind of falling behind at the home field here. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's a uh, you know when you walk in your house and uh, you got dust bunnies all over. You probably should take care of that or something. You know. <laughs> Well, I kind of like the dust bunnies. I'm good with those. It's just all the paperwork that I'm falling behind on. 
Oh, yeah, that's a wonderful paper. Well, anyway, me, Jill, we'll tell the folks about uh, this past week here at Equity Stratford. Uh, again, I want to thank you and a very good morning to everyone. Coming from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Stratford Equity. Market cow auction on the close yesterday, a fully steady trend, a decent uh, demand on the cow week. Uh, Steam cows yesterday's close were from 59 to 69. On Wednesday, we had a, we had the, the, some very fancy beef cows on Wednesday's auction that topped all the way to 86. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average uh, Holstein cows are selling from 42 to 58. Thinner cows, plainer cows below 41. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls mostly from 74 to uh, 90. Top at 94. Bulls below the $70 money. We did also see a mostly steady trend on the fed cattle. Trading Holstein steers are selling from 95 to a dollar 13. Choice strictly prime Holsteins 114 to 121. Cattle below, below the $95 money. So, a mostly bull calves this week. Uh, yesterday's close the 9,230 pound bull calves from 80 to 170. Monday, of course, we had a lot of bull calves from that 175 up to 195. That was on Monday's auction. Uh, heifer calves this week, uh, very limited demand. Uh, and below beef calves, good demand, 150 to 285 on yesterday's sale, to 325 for a weekly top on Monday's auction. And uh, next week we'll take a look at next week's schedule here at Equity Stratford. Full marketing week on tap, of course, uh, uh, March, uh, uh, March, January 17th. Uh, Monday is a federal holiday for some folks, but uh, not for us. Equity Stratford will be open Monday morning at 9:30, business as per usual. Mondays. Uh, our next dairy cattle auction will be on Tuesday. We got a very nice lineup of dairy cattle again for next Tuesday, including a consignment of a, a Jersey organic herd, certified organic Jersey herd for that sale next Tuesday. So there's some on the website. Very nice Jersey cows. Very high cows. So the organic business or just looking for some high quality jerseys. We'll have those next. Here at Stratford. And again, a lot of stuff on our website. We co op collect on the Stratford page. Invite you folks to take a look at that. Jill, with that, we'll send her back to you. You have a nice weekend. And uh, uh, I don't know, it's not real cold, is it? I kind of missed the weather forecast. Well, we're supposed to be in the 20s here this weekend. And then it's supposed to get up into the 30s. I actually threw my paper. Oh, nope, there it is. Yeah, in the 20s, and then Monday, Tuesday, we're supposed to be a little warmer, but then Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to drop, the bottom's going to drop out with a high only in single digits. Uh, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Again, you have a nice weekend, and folks out there also enjoy the weekend. Be safe. We'll talk to you all next week. All righty. Have a good one. That was Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford. Plan to attend the Marshfield Mall Farm Show on Wednesday, February 16th and Thursday, February 17th from 10 to 3. It's the largest farm show in central Wisconsin with over 100 different vendors and large farm equipment. Admission is free. See the latest in farm products and services. Talk with vendors offering everything for your farm. The Marshfield Farm Show, February 16th and 17th, 10 to 3. Thanks to some of the sponsors, Clark Electric, Equity Cooperative, Eagle Point Solar, Swerderski Equipment, Laying Equipment, and Mid-State Tech. Technical College. What's the special today? Well, I've got half-price geofencing with a side of SEO, double bubble on all PPC and 50% off all OTT CTV contracts. Sound familiar when you were looking for marketing options? Are vendors selling you their tactics rather than your solutions? Then let the marketing mixologists at Midwest Family Eau Claire come to the rescue. Midwest Family Eau Claire isn't about hitting their sales quotas. They're about helping you hit yours. Go to MidwestFamilyEauClaire.com today and find out how their integrated marketing solutions make just the right marketing cocktail for you. MidwestFamilyEauClaire.com Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And here's Jill Welke back at it again. I see that the Marshfield Farm Show is going to be on. I, Kristen and I are going to be there. She's roped me into it. Sounds like a pretty cool road trip and I'm excited to see everybody out there and see how that all works because it's been a few years since I've been over. A few things coming up. There's a high crop input prices webinar watch party today. It's at the Chippewa County Courthouse, room 003 from 1015 to 1145. And if you want to register 
I don't know if they're filled up or what. If you want to register, call Jerry Clark, 715-726-7955. And that is a watch party. So you go there and it's all presented to you on, on probably on a big screen, but you can bring your questions and have them answered and have some collaboration with some other farmers around. Next week, we've got an ARM Services. They're going to host an annual winter egg conference in Menominee. It's on January 18th at the Stout Ale House. It starts at, registration opens at 9 with the conference kicking off at 9.30 and running till 3.30. And I plan on going up there and seeing what that's all about. There is a Dairy Business Association Asian Plans Advocacy Day at the Capitol on the 18th. So it's going to be a busy day on the 18th. Down in Madison, the time is 9 to 12, and they're going to be at the Wisconsin Capitol, the room 412 East, and they're going to be talking about dairy business. 2022 local crop insurance meetings. Next week, we have one on Thursday, January 20th. It's in Arcadia at the Arcadia Country Club. There's a guest speaker. Registration starts at 10, meeting at 11, followed by lunch. And that is sponsored by Compere Financial. We're going to jump right into our markets for our local country elevator prices. Cash price corn for Arcadia is at $5.29. Baldwin. Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are at 527 for corn. Baldwin, Durand, and Elmwood are at 1310 for soybeans. Mondovi's at $13 for soybeans. Fall Creek's at $12.90. Osseo's at $537 for corn, $13 for soybeans. Stevens Point is at $12.94 for soybeans. Elk Mounds, $537 for corn, $1305 for soybeans. Sparters at five forty two for corn and twelve eighty two for soybeans. Ellsworth at five fifteen and twelve ninety. At our at our ethanol plants, Boyceville's at five sixty seven, Stanley's at five fifty five, New Richmond's at five forty nine. And our dairy product prices for cheese is one ninety two and three quarters, up two and a quarter. Forty pound blocks are one ninety nine, up three quarters or and three quarters, down five and a half. Our graded A butter, double A butter, is at 278 and three quarters, down four and a quarter. And that's a look at our markets. And I'm going to do a sign off and a shout out because I hear the Sandberg kids listen to me every morning. Hopefully, you're out there getting your chores done and having a good day. So here's to you. You asked me to send out a. Uh, a song that was a little bit, I don't know if I'd call it older, but I would call it a little bit more used. So I'm going to send out Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson to you. Have a great day.